Literature and Psychology by Dr. Saideh Malik Afzali, Dr. Daniel Rockers, and Dr. Alex Andrade from Tabana Organization. Tabana is a non-profit mental health organization organized in Sacramento, California. Tabana seeks to help individuals and families to strengthen their capabilities and to thrive. Aired on Saturdays and Sundays from 12 to 1 o'clock weekly. A very warm hello to our listeners. Happy Sunday. I'm sitting with Dr. Rockers and Dr. Andrade. And um, just before the show started, uh, Dr. Rockers and Dr. Alexandrade were talking about what is your superpower? And I was just wondering what does really mean and what is behind that? And then we decided to just talk on the show. So I want to ask Dr. Rockers, what does it mean to have superpower? I think, I think we should get some context. So yeah, Daniel got on the air and was just oozing positivity. And I, and I just had to in say, a good way. in a good way, in a good way. And I just had to say, like, that's your superpower. That's just something Daniel brings to the table. And it, yeah, it sparked this conversation because Daniel mentioned that it is something, and, I, and I've heard it from time to time too, that people say kind of an everyday um, language is, uh, I guess it's meant to be encouraging or supporting. I mean, how, how, how have you heard it, Daniel? What are, what, what context have you heard it? I've heard it. I, I understood it to be in the context of the, like, there's a lot of new comic book movie characters who have superpowers and they all seem to have some sort of a different superpower and the key is to use them for good. But the point being, it seems like the, the word superpower, the concept superpower is currently in vogue. And I suspect that maybe people have taken from those movies and comic books, which I know you are an aficionado, and I respect that, by the way, taken that concept and then applied it in more everyday terms, like and we each have our super, super, whatever those good, super good qualities are that really help us get through our strengths. So I guess all of that talking out loud is I think it's our strength. It's your strength. Yeah. Is the uh, strength different than um, what you basically, you like, for example, I was, let me just be clear. Like, for example, we always know you as a creative person. So is that superpower or is it different? I think, I think that is my superpower. And the, the reason I say that is because I think of superpower as something that one does really exceptionally well and that they really like using or enjoy using. But I think it's like an exceptional skill. It's not just strengths. We all have strengths, but we all probably have one or two of those things that we do really well. Then I and don't I, have a superpower. I don't <laughs> believe that. To be Seriously, uh, I'm I, not. I, you have to be very confident to say I'm good at this. I don't. Let, let me add to that, too. And I, then we want to we both will jump on side A in regards to her negative comment about herself. <laughs> so I think the other piece too, superpower, like in a lot of comic books or even like movies, is this idea almost like a gift and a curse. 
So for example, yeah, we can say, you know, I'm creative, but then we can say, but I'm not, you know, I, I don't produce in the way that I'm supposed to like for business or something like that, you know? And so we can look at it sometimes and struggle with our quote unquote superpower as something that is less than in one area. But then if we're able to embody it as no, look at what it can provide and look what it can do and kind of see the value and the, the, the importance of it within ourself and our life. And, and oftentimes in comic books and movies, it's how that benefits others in the world. Then we're able to take something that doesn't always feel so positive to us in some ways, but then can be extraordinary too. And so I think a lot of times when people say it in everyday usage, I think they may be trying to encourage that strength that a person has. But that's why I think of superpower is a little different. So I think it's just a, an exaggeration of a person's strength, where a superpower, I think it could be kind of a gift and a curse, depending. So gift and a curse is different than two sides to something. And what I'm thinking of, let me explain that further, is I think with everything, there can be a good use and a bad use of it. So if I think of creativity, for example, if I use creativity to help um, a country grow or a person grow or clients grow, that's good. If I use my creativity to create maybe uh, machines of destruction, that may not be so good. So that's using something one way or the other for good and for evil, let's say. I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to cast any particular thing as evil here, but just saying positive and negative. But then also you're saying something a little different when you say it's a strength and a curse. There's something curse, can yeah. have a downside to the person. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think the person can see it as something that is is limiting in that way. Like, uh, let's take a character for example. Like, we, there's the character Daredevil, where okay. he is he's a he's injured at a young age and is left blind, and so it can feel like a curse that that has happened to him. But then what happens is he ends up because of that, his other senses get heightened. And they become a superpower in that way. And so it is something where, you know, most people would think, oh, if you lost your vision and were completely blind, that would be, you know, your life would be over and it would be horrible. And this kind of takes it to a whole nother level where like, look, because of that loss, all these other senses are heightened and it allows him to do the things that he's done. Uh, and so I think that's kind of the, that's how I think of a superpower. It's something that a gift and a curse. Uh, and again, that's one of the interesting things about comics in general, but this idea that we, we struggle with those gifts and because there's that curse part to it, if you will. But I think, again, going back to everyday language, I think it, it can be derived from, you know, the movies and this idea of this, I think, uh, uh, striving and being able to overcome adversity and being able to take ownership of one's strengths to a level where it's not just like, oh, I'm okay at this or I'm good at this, but to say, no, it's almost equivalent to that level of a superhero that I have a superpower uh, as an individual, I can own my strengths and, and speak highly and proudly of those things. Would totally. that apply to the countries as well? Because as you were talking, I was just thinking, let's say United States has a superpower compared to other countries in the world. So that could be used as positive and it could be also used as destructive. Yeah. Is that what also can say about that? 
I'd probably agree with that statement. Yeah. I think it brings up an important part of the superpower, which something you said, Alex, reminded me of that. If we go too far into identifying with the superpower that we have, we can become blind to some of the negative aspects or we can, that becomes our whole identity. And we think that we can do that absolutely better than anybody else and disregard any other people who might have that strength or whatever. So for example, with creativity, if I would get to a place where I think, oh, I'm the best at creative, being creative, and then start disregarding other people's ideas and putting them down like, ah, that's not as good as my idea, then that's a blindness that gets developed. That's an egoistic blindness that I become self-inflated with one's superpower. So I think that's a possible snag with any superpower that would come along. Yeah, I think it's the idea power can corrupt in that way. And that's often a very common struggle within almost most characters in comics is that, you know, Spider-Man, his, his like motto, if you will, is with great power comes great responsibility. And so this idea that you have to find that balance uh, to almost maintain that, that equilibrium within yourself and in the world, uh, it's almost like the idea of staying humble um, and being able to you know, use those powers that we have, you know, even as, you know, like you said, that was a great example. Somebody's creative, you know, let's, let's maintain that balance where we're humble, you know, and like, as you maybe do aspire in the world and gain notoriety, you know, rather than becoming this person who is, you know, uh, eating at, you know, five-star restaurants and doesn't even connect with their roots. It's like, no, become someone who gives to the community and who encourages others. Like that's the way that you can use that power uh, in, in a, an encouraging and supportive way to the world versus just self-serving in that way. So side A, back to you. You have yes. a superpower. I don't think so. <laughs> the more you matter. guys were talking, I was just thinking, I wish I had a superpower. Well, let's start with strengths. Let's start with strengths. Daniel, go ahead. I think you were. Well, I think it's better to think in terms of um, to say not I don't have a superpower is I'm not sure what my superpower is. Oh, very good. Thank you, Mr. Psychologist. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I'm not sure this Mr. Psychologist, that kind of sound like there's a little knife edge to that. No, 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 no. He doesn't just play one on the radio show, does he? (laughs) I meant, I meant I needed that. (laughs) I needed that therapy. (laughs) I am just playing it on the radio show. That prompt was given to me by Alex. (laughs) (laughs) What what did you say, Sai? day you what um no i said i needed that therapy from you okay it was wonderful thank you like i don't know what is my superpower you friends and colleagues helped me get to know my superpower i have an idea alex do you or there's a couple there's a couple Maybe you have to find it out for yourself. But I was just going to say that, yeah, a lot of times that's part of the the person's journey and and uh, becoming aware of what that is for them. I, I can think of one. Maybe it's it's uh, associated with my love for people. I can connect with people, and I it doesn't matter if they're strangers or someone I know. I just immediately can just connect and start 
conversation, open up and receive. And so maybe the only thing I can really come up with, maybe it's this. Well, I think that's a pretty big thing. And when I think, just if we look over yesterday's show and the things that you brought up, what you focused on a lot when you talked about Nauru's was things like kindness and guiding people and connecting people. A lot of the examples that you gave yesterday were in that realm. And I think that kindness and connecting with people, that seems to me, that's a pretty prominent thing for you. You're very good at it. And it sounds like you like doing it. You like studying it. You pay attention to it. Alex, what do you? I, I would agree because yeah, you didn't start with the money part. See, I would have talked about the money with Naruz. I'm like, you get money. <laughs> you yeah, just got to go to people's house and deal with them, and you get money. You know, like that's in, not what you were thinking about. That's not exactly. What I was annoyed. I didn't get money. Yeah. <laughs> I know Daniel explicitly asked for money. Like <laughs> I, I thought money. it, but he said it. You know. And what did I say? I said, you guys come visit. Exactly. To, you know, and then I give you money. Exactly. Well, you again, the kindness to I, I will give these I will give these people money since they're sitting here begging on the air for money. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we got to our first break. Shervandigun uh, Aziza Radio Bomdad, but Dr. Daniel Rockers and Aleba, Dr. Alexandra Dedar Hedmatun Hastim, Ruzoy Shambuy Shambe, Asate Davoza, Take Badazur, as Radio Bomdad, Sedoy Moro, Bezabon Inglisi Mishnavin, Imruz Dar Morede, Behtarin Godrat, Yo Behtarin Besero, Chiza Hubi, Kemitunim, Dar Hodemun Pedobo Konim. صحبت کردیم که به انگلیسی بهش سوپر پاور میگن این یه اصطلاحیه که در زبان انگلیسی زیاد به کار برده میشه یعنی چه چیزی هست در ما که میتونیم دست روش بذاریم بگیم ما مثلا تو این خیلی خوب هستیم یا این مهمترین چیزیه که در ما وجود داره امروز راجب اون صحبت کردیم و ضمناً میتونیم پادکستای ما رو از رادیو بامداد تحت عنوان کالچر اند سایکولوژی از حتی اپل و گوگل هم اگه ما رو سرچ کنین تاپیک های مختلفی داریم که میتونین در ساعت های مناسب اون رو گوش بدین این مقداری راجع به این مطلب صحبت کردیم و دنباله صحبتمون رو باز هم ادامه میدیم با ما باشید برای یک بریک کوتاه از کجا این باور آمد 
with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandradi. This is Dr. Saide Malik Afsali speaking. The first part of our conversation, we were talking about superpower, what it what means it and what each of us um, have or known ourselves as our superpower. And now we are back and we continue our conversation. I was just wondering, um, people who have superpower, which probably everyone has some sort of superpower. Do we influence, um, do, can we influence others by our superpower? In what way are you thinking? Like, I'm, help me, give me some context for that question. Can we influence others? You mean through their development or what? Uh, what through their development or on the other hand, if you look at it, even in a positive or negative way, either way, um, people who have superpower, can they be influential in their own ways? Um, for example, if you are a creative person or if Alex is, um, let's say, a thoughtful, kind, deep person, can he influence people by those qualities or can you influence people by your quality and superpower? I think it's a responsibility for when we realize what our superpower is, the responsibility is to somehow contribute back to the world. This is, I think, some of the idea in the hero's journey, where somebody goes through a difficulty, they grow from the difficulty, but then they leave the world and they go through difficulty. They learn and grow from the difficulty and get the treasure, and then they return back to the known world, but they're not done they still have that response. The hero has a responsibility when they come back to the known world, they have a responsibility then to send that message out to the rest of the world. They have experience, they have something that other people, most people don't have, and their responsibility is to contribute back to culture or society. So I think it's a responsibility. Yes. Long answer for yes. Should have just no, said That's it. good. That's good. Thank you. Uh, Alex, you're muted. Sorry about that. I, I appreciate the explanation, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Alex, about that? Can, can you ask the question again, too? I was, I was I, uh, distracted. I, I, because the way I was just thinking, let's say I'm thinking of the United States with superpower in many ways, right? We know. Um, can they be influential? Can, can they, um, I mean, Maybe that's even too big of a question right now. But let's say my um, specific question. Uh, for example, we talked about Daniel being uh, creative. We taught me, let's say you are wise and kind and, um, you know, nice person, for example. And I'm sure you have other superpower that um, we can talk about. But let's say, can you be influential? Can be and then um, Dan said, um, it's our responsibility. I was just wondering, what do you think? Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think of it the same way, Daniel, in regards to that is the idea of the hero, where they are meant to bring back that. But I, 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 
I struggle because I feel like in real life, that doesn't always happen in that way. Uh, I'm reminded of that saying, I used to have to walk five miles in the snow every morning. So you have to walk five miles in the snow. And it's just like, just because somebody suffered or struggled, you think you would make it easier for the next person, or you think you would, you know, pass upon them some knowledge. This is how you walk to, in the snow every day. But I find more often that the message is I struggled. And I think it goes with the, uh, the American culture, this idea of, you know, you work hard, uh, you know, you build up, you, you, you persevere to get more versus lending a helping hand and supporting and encouraging. I think that is in our, the American culture as well. But I think this idea of, of striving and, and pushing and pulling yourself up by the bootstraps is more, uh, is more present in that way. So I think it's, it's unfortunate in that way. I don't think that always plays out as often in that way. But I think that's why I do really appreciate and value you know, comics and the superhero movies, because that, that really emphasizes that. And I think stories, I always think of the, the, the Odyssey, Homer's The Odyssey. It really emphasizes that point, that that is the point of the hero. It's not just the strongest person. It's how do you use that strength to help and to benefit others. And, and I think as a society, we need to keep hearing that message. And that's why those movies make millions and millions of dollars. I think because people are hungry for that. They want that. They, they need that. We don't always get that. I think it, it goes back to our conversation yesterday in rituals and traditions. I think there's definitely a shortage of that, especially, and I'll, I'll, I'll even say for men, I think there's a shortage of that. And so, you know, I think that's why there's this, such this hunger and this, this aspiring to connect with the hero and the hero's journey. So we need my- direction. We need direction. Well, I said, eh, what were you saying? I was going to say, when we talk about superpower, the reason at first when we started, I thought, I don't have that. And then you continue talking about hero. To me, when we talk about hero, I see it way above having, um, you know, just what we were describing as superpower in each of us, I feel like a hero is way even more than just superpower. Someone who does extraordinary, you know, um, things that are positive. Like, for example, when we talk about some of the heroes, they go to the poorest countries, they do so much there, they put their time, energy, um, they pour love for and passion into doing something. I see it as way more than when we talk about hero. Am I right? I think not. I think that's um, an inflated view of hero. Hmm. Every single person is a hero. Sometimes I think there are a lot of connotations with the word hero. And I remembered when we were Alex, you remember this when I was director of that pain clinic and you came there as an intern that I introduced that concept of hero and hero's journey and everybody got stuck on that word hero. And instead, probably you should either think everybody themselves is a hero in their own life Hmm. or not even to think about it that way at all. Hero just means protagonist or often main character. And every one of us is main character in our life. And we become hero, not in the ways of saving the entire world. Like 
I'm not going to be going to Afghanistan and saving that whole country or something like that. It's doesn't have to be a player on the world stage. Players on the world stage, that's a whole different thing. But every single person in their own life is a main character. You are your own main character. And there are things that you can do relative to yourself that go beyond what you've gone before. You know, in psychology, we think about when we review test results, I can compare my test results to the whole world, or I can compare portions of my test results to my overall test results. And some of those areas are my strengths. Those are my, those are my heroic superpowers, most likely, whatever that is. So we all have something. Everybody has something. We're all heroes or protagonists in our own lifetime. There's a, a great quote. I believe it's by Carl Jung, actually. It's uh, each is the hero of his own journey. And the full quote is each of each is a hero in, in his own journey while simultaneously playing into a story unknown to him. And I think that yeah. is just as important piece is that it we're interconnected in our journey, in our you know adventure in that way. And I think that's the the piece where we all that idea too, that we all have something to offer. I recently, it reminds me, I recently watched um, this, uh, the company Marvel, which produces a lot of uh, comic book characters. They had this high school program where it was a play uh, about one of the superheroes. Her name is Camilla uh, Khan. Her, name, her action, her superhero name is uh, Miss Marvel, but she's a teenager. She's a teenager who is struggling with teenager things on top of being a superhero and the play really spoke to a lot of students because they were going through a lot of those same struggles and difficulties and they could relate so much to this person and it showed them that one not only was it a person of a, a racial and ethnic background but it was also just a teenager just struggling with life things and so they were able to connect and see that even in this hero they could see you know, the possibility of the, how, you know, their superpowers and how they could be a hero as well. You know, there's a good movie. I think it's on the Disney channel. It's called Encanto. Have you guys seen that movie? I don't no. think so. No, I haven't. It's a very, it's a very good movie. And it is a essentially the story of a girl who feels like she doesn't have any of the special skills that everybody else does. And she ends up feeling like a failure, but the whole story is the story of her finding out what her strength is. And I think that's the story of us discovering our own superpower. Great movie. It's an animated movie. It's on uh, Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, they, it's like a musical too, right? They're like singing in it a lot. A lot of singing. They might be. I'm okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I've heard, of, I heard it was really good too. Yeah. I good. really, really like what you said, that we each are hero in our personal life. Um, that gives you a lot of responsibility in your personal life as you're going through your life. Because um, I feel like when you really understand this part that you are somebody in this world, you are actually important in its in your own ways um, and and it gives you a lot of not only power but also a lot of responsibility i i personally didn't think of hero as the way you describe and i feel like 
this is really important for everyone and our listeners that especially in the field that we work, you know, people with depression, people with anxiety, people with um, not feeling good about themselves. Um, when, when, you know, you describe this hero thing to them, I feel like it gives a lot of power to people. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it is very powerful. I do use it in therapy. I think I've emailed you not even not too long ago, Daniel, and asked you, can I give that? Because uh, Daniel wrote a chapter about the, the hero's journey oh. too. And I think I asked you, hey, can I use this and give it to a patient? And you said, uh, you need to give me money. And I said, money. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he allowed me to share it at a, at a low, low cost. Uh, yeah, no, no, in all seriousness, he was like, yes, of course. Uh, I think in, in knowing that that could be helpful. Um, yeah, it's something I've, I've found in my own life, very, very helpful, uh, very encouraging and supportive. And, uh, I think it is something that, yeah, listeners, patients could benefit from too. And thinking of, they are the protagonist in, in the story of their life. Uh, and that idea that they are meant to succeed, even while those hardships uh, they encounter may not have been what they planned or anticipated that they can survive and, and, and thrive as well. Well, it's made even more challenging, I think, in today's with advent of the social media like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. There's always this push to I'm doing these great things and I'm doing the wonderful things. And it's easy to look at other people who are taking wonderful vacations or having these big accomplishments and feel less than about ourselves. So it's important to have some perspective, some good, genuine perspective and not the perspective of everybody else is moving ahead and I'm not. It's to instead to look at, well, what, what are my strengths and how do I like to employ those strengths? In what way can I play a main role in my own life? Yeah, yeah. if we could see if we could see more space for that for ourselves, but I think also, too, it allows us to, to look at others, too, in a way of, you know, what what, what strengths do they have? What ways can we encourage and support them? You know, we may be able to use our, you know, superpower as a way to help and benefit them so that they can maybe tap into their superpower a little bit more. And again, that's why going back to the gift and the curse, I find a lot of times, and I would say even in therapy, the things that people see as their curse sometimes can very often become their strength without having to make a major change just in, in how they see themselves, how they see their experience, uh, the story that they tell themselves can allow that to be a whole different experience versus just this, you know, tragedy of their life or their, their things that they've been through. Well, isn't that there's the poem by either Rumi or Hafez that says your wound is where your the spirit enters you something along those lines. I don't have the thing in front of me. But they talk about in that poem, your wound is where the light enters in. So focus on the wound. Probably it's another way of saying your wound is the key to your superpower. Somehow it's or somehow connected. I don't have this all thought out, but I'll bet that it is. I'm trying to think about the Persian version of it, and I probably will find it. I I can't think of it now. But can you explain this a little more? Because I like to know about it. Um, so, for example, if somebody's wound is, um, I just want to know if, if, for example, um, you know your wound, right? Everyone probably knows their wound as much as they know their superpower. 
Yeah. Right. So then um, I want to know more about it. How do you get into that in order to find the light? I have thoughts and ideas on that. I want to see if Alex, do you have anything you want to jump in with on that? It just it reminds me of this idea that our, that our vulnerability makes us human and real. Like I think about Superman, like his vulnerability is kryptonite. But that's the thing too, that allows them to relate to people too, to humans. There's a vulnerability there. There's uh, uh, there are some comics of his that I've read recently. And, and that was the thing where there was a great story where it was, he was fighting somebody and there was a young child who seen that he like was losing. Superman was losing. Again, you think, oh my God, Superman, he could you know beat up anybody. Well, there was kryptonite, which weakened him to the point where he was hurt. And this young boy, you know, helped him. And it showed like in that story, the emphasis was like as vulnerable he was there was such great strength and just one being able to be helped by this child but that child to feel as though not even that i'm helping superman but just i'm helping this person and so i think the humanity it brings us to humanity in that way which allows us to be compassionate with ourselves i often remind people men and women you know we're we're human so we're going to have emotions we're going to cry we're going to hurt and i think a lot of times we don't think of that we're like i am me or i am a man or i should be able to to handle these things but we we lose our own humanity to ourselves because of these thoughts and ideas about who we are and we take that wound and we say that we're flawed because of it versus we we we're human we are going to be hurt and wounded and and you know impacted can we give ourselves that same compassion that maybe others we would give to others, maybe without even thinking about it? I often give that example to patients. What if I told you that I went through that and this is how I was feeling today? Would you be telling me those things that you tell yourself? Would you be like, yeah, get up. You're lazy. What's wrong with you? You know, no one's ever going to care about you. Like, would you say those things to me? No, you wouldn't. Yet we do that to ourselves, And so that wound can either fester or, as you mentioned, we can allow it to be the light. They, I like that very much. Yeah. What does your wound do to you? In what ways does your wound affect you? We often think of our wound as something that is just, it damaged us and that's it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm damaged. And this is a function of the mind. Yeah. My thinking in it too, is that with the idea that your wound, your pay attention to the wound because that's where the light enters into you. By working with your wound, you will change and become something more than you were before the wound. So for example, I work with a lot of people who have trauma. Because of the trauma I went through when I was younger, I am better able to relate to them and help them heal from it. So that's one thing. A lot of times people will heal from their trauma And this is a current idea of post-traumatic growth, right? That from the wound that you had, your healing, you become an even better person than you were before. You become a better person than you would have become had you not had the wound. We don't know exactly what it is, how I will change from this, this particular wound. But what we do know is that if I focus on it and I really put efforts into it, I will become a different person. And if I really focus on it in the right way, I will utilize that wound to become a better person than I was before. So that's, okay. my, that's my take. Can you give a very specific example? 
of somebody who has healed from a wound. Mm-hmm. What, like, ex- give an example of a wound and then how you can improve and see the light from that wound. Let's see. I, let, me, let, me, let me jump in real quick. I just want to add something too. I think it's one of those things I always think of it as we don't, it's not that we need suffering in order to become better or to grow, but through that suffering, we can grow. And so I think it's that idea uh, along the lines of what you're saying, Daniel, it's, it's how do we, how do we respond to the trauma that we have? Do we let it shape us and define us or can we grow from it? I always say there's a, there's a, a difference between a victim and a survivor. They both have gone through the same things, but the survivor can look back at that where the victim is still in it in that way, even if in timeline wise, that has, uh, you know, that is in the past. Okay. So I can give you a specific example from myself. When I was working at that um, pain clinic, there was a huge betrayal where I lost the job from it. And it was the biggest betrayal of my entire life because it was several people all at one time. They were all in on it. And it was for an extended period of time before it was discovered by me. And one of them was my best friend even. So it left me pretty zeroed out. Like that was probably one of the lowest points in my life. I still remember that time very well. What, and this isn't a story like, hey, I'm so great. So I want to say that ahead of time. But what I decided to do in that in that time frame was I had heard some talk about forgiveness from a psychologist at Stanford, and he wrote a book, it's a great book called Forgive for Good. So I really worked with my therapist at that time to embody those aspects of forgiveness and to recover from it. And from that, I've become a much better person for it. I understand forgiveness so much better. And so that's an example of, you know, without that, I may not have had that growth. It's just a very important part of that. And I know, Saida, you've talked about why do I bring up these, all the bad things that happened to me. But I think, again, it's, these are so important for our own growth. If we can acknowledge those and not be still stuck with them or hung on them to move forward. And so Uh what happened was I got back together with my best friend. He's still a great friend now. And I wouldn't have done that when I was younger. I would not have been able to forgive. I would have held on to that. So that's an example of, you know, that wound. I would never have, I'd never select it. I never pick it off of the menu, a choice of a menu. (laughs) But it did happen. And I think this is what you're speaking to, Alex, is, well, we don't necessarily have to get the suffering, but when it shows up, which it will in every one of our lives, why not use it? Why not use it to become better? And I think that's what the Hafez or the Rumi poem is about. It's like, yeah, focus on the wound. That's where the light will enter into you. It doesn't, it's not saying dwell on or stay stuck in and build grudges and harbor resentments. It's saying, no, focus on that. Keep your eyes on the prize there. Keep your eyes on that. Does the light the light or the spirit or spiritual change or growth can come into you from there. I really appreciate that explanation because um, I feel like you just go deeper into 
inner self and you dig into and you realize that maybe naturally some of this has happened to you without even thinking because when things happen even i was just um thinking of you know things that happen in life not even let's say something that is um emotional or affects your mental or uh, emotions but also for example um when something traumatic happens even you know um then you learn how to protect yourself to you learn how to really be careful um how you walk in the world and with that i want to say we got to the second break um we come back and we continue our conversation um from superpower we got into this we always go different directions which that's how we converse and we um i really appreciate our conversation today because i feel like i'm learning so much from this conversation ashwandigan aziz radio bomdad ba salam khidmat shoma va تبریک مجدد نوروزی من سعیده ملک افسلی هستم به همراه دوتن از همکارانم دکتر دانیل راکرز و دکتر الکساندراده روزهای شنبه و یک شنبه از ساعت دوازده که بعد از ظهر در خدمتون هستیم به زبان انگلیسی صحبت میکنیم صحبت های این جلسه ما با سوپر پاور شروع شد اینکه ما در خودمون جستجو کنیم ببینیم که ما در حقیقت چیز مثبتی که درمون هست چیه که از اون طریق بتونیم مسئولیت خودمون رو در جامعه انجام بدیم بر از اونجا ما به صحبتمون به اینجا رسید که وقتی که ما راجب اون قدرت هایی که در خودمون هست و چیزهایی که میتونیم پیدا کنیم به صورت مثبت چجوری میتونیم ازش استفاده کنیم و کمک کنیم و همینطور جاهایی که نقطه ضعفامون رو پیدا میکنیم چطوری میتونیم روشنایی از طریق اون واقعا بهمون کلیک کنه برامون به وجود بیاد که از اون طریق بتونیم به رشد خودمون کمک بکنیم پادکست های ما رو میتونین از طریق رادیو بامداد تحت عنوان Culture and Psychology پیدا کنید و همینطور از طریق اپل و آیتون ما از شرکت توانا هستیم که خوشحالیم مدت بیش از یک سال و نیم و در جون امسال ما نزدیک دو ساله که پادکست هامون هر هفته به صورت جدید بیرون اومده برمیگردیم دومله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم گل بکاری از دل شاید این بار 
کمی بهتر with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrade. This is Saide Malik Afzali speaking. If you just turn on your radio and um, you were listening to us, the first two part of our conversation was about our superpower. There's superpower in each of us. We have to dig into our superpower, find it. And with that comes responsibility. And also we talked about the wound. Each of us, we are in... Um, you know, the dimension of emotions and um, issues that really is part of a human being and um, causes some wound in life, um, that could be a reason for um, the light that comes with it. And um, also we talked about not only we have to have a wound to get to that, but when we are thoughtful, when you are mindful, we may find where um, we can grow and become a better person and um, do more for humanity and in our life. And we talked about how each of us are heroes of our life. So um, we are at the end of our conversation and we like to continue if my colleagues want to add to it. But I personally felt that it was a great conversation because this is what um, in life we do, in our profession we do. We People who come to us talk about their wounds. And with that, we can guide them to really learn about themselves more. And if there's something that causes that emotion and that trauma comes out, so maybe that could be a reason for forgiveness, for patience, for not doing that to others. Even we always hear the statement that don't do things that you don't like to happen to you. So maybe that's another message that if this bothers you so much, so you be careful not to do it to others. And I always feel like um, human being is in, a, in many ways with all the strength, with all the power, it's very fragile. There's piece of us that is fragile and we have to find where is that and how can we help that piece to learn from and to not let that go deeper into us and um, 
with that, I want to see what you guys think. Yeah, I think that's a great point, too. That's something that uh, that reminds me of the character uh, Superman with all his strength. One of the things that uh, he always struggles with is he is the last of his kind, that he is not connected to anybody, that he feels like an outsider, uh, that he has to you know, make his life. Uh, in a world that he is literally the last of, uh, you know, the last of his kind. And it's, it's something I think that is very powerful in the story too, because it shows his vulnerability in that way, that there's times where, you know, this person who can do everything and anything at times feels lonely. And I think that's something that most people can relate to. And we don't have superpowers, you know? So it's like that this person can, you know, this, this character can represent that, you know, despite having it quote unquote all, there can still be that fragility and that 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 vulnerability, which again is something too that again, it's the gift and the curse. He is the last of his kind, but because of him, his species, if you will, he has the power that he has. And so it's again kind of that that flip on both of those sides. I had a question, I had a very psychologist question. All right, it's like a projective question. And I'm thinking of it. In a, I'm going to want to present it in a way where maybe I'm not asking it of you, but what are your thoughts on what this might get to in asking a person? So it is a very common question in the, uh, like the comic book world. Um, if you had to choose a superpower, would you choose to fly or to be invisible and why? What are your thoughts on what that might tap into in asking a person that? You don't have to raise your hand side. <laughs> I'm excited because I want to be first to answer. Oh, That's yeah, why yeah. I raised you my like hand. jump, I jump in front of Daniel. Me, me, me. Yes, <laughs> me, yes. me, me, me. Yeah. Um, my wish always was that I, I, if I could be able to fly. So I definitely would wish to be able to fly. I don't want to be invisible because I, I feel like why being invisible? I want to be seen. I want to fly. Yeah. Daniel, thoughts on the question or even answer if you, you feel comfortable? I am grading you too, by the way. We, do we have the grading rubric or <laughs> I just have to do my Good best. Or bad. That's the only, uh, it's just, you know, right or wrong. No. <laughs> right. if, you, if you respond by asking a question, then it's, you get a bad score. And yeah. I think I got a bad score by saying, what's the grading rubric? Give me some random number. I'm not even going to give the, the the range or anything like that. Like, right. yeah, you 412. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. You got a 412. Yeah. Right. Out of whatever. Yeah. Well, I think the why part of the question really drives the heart of it there. What's to what end are you going to use it? and probably reflects some of their own challenges or difficulties in life, even though it may not come out on the surface, right? I'm going to fly so I can go help people in Ukraine, blah, 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 or something like that. But then that begs the question, well, what is it that's driving this wanting to help people? And where does that come from? And we can begin to sift back inside. I think it is that. Yeah. I think also that, well, was there more on that? No, I, I, I think it, it speaks to a lot of times. It speaks to introversion, extroversion. It speaks almost to, uh, like, you, I think with flying, there's like a freedom. You know, there's even like I was saying, the idea of being seen, where with invisibility, there's a hiding, maybe even a secrecy in that way. And so to be able to 
you know, what's, which of those speaks to you most can, I think, highlight for a person, uh, hmm. you know, kind of some of the things that they maybe struggle with. Cause I think even with the flying thing, there can be some things that can be not problematic, but, you know, it's like, you don't want to be bound to things, you know, you want to be able to escape and, and maybe not have responsibility, you know, to be able to just avoid, you know? So again, I think the invisibility gets seen as kind of negative more than the flying, but I think both can speak to, you know, traits and qualities of the person that they maybe struggle with in some way. Well, yeah. Which is why I think the why part of it, interesting, because mm-hmm. you can yeah. think about flying as opposed to walking or somebody in a wheelchair might pick flying instead of being invisible for uh, locomotive reasons. Like sure. Just imagine I'd be nice to be able to fly mm-hmm. as opposed to being invisible. But as it, yeah, because as they, people in wheelchairs often feel invisible. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sorry, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to say it's a good question because with that, as you said, Alex, uh, it, it shows whether you're introvert, whether uh, you are, um, you know, just very much into yourself and you don't want to show up to the world um, or just with it, as you said, comes freedom, comes um development comes a spreading you know what I mean it's just so many things sometimes from a simple question you ask someone you can get not that there's any negative or positive to it but it just shows what type of people you're dealing with you know because I remember when we did um, the personal test in our leadership group and uh, almost equally from 14 people in the group we were half and half introvert and extrovert. And the part that was interesting was what is good about being introvert? What is good about being extrovert? What is bad about being introvert? What is bad about being extrovert? And it was a lot of equal things about these two groups and that there is nothing very sweet about being extrovert or there's nothing very sweet or negative about being introvert. It's just the way we are. There's always equal, um, you know, in universe, if we believe, um, you know, there's no good or bad in general. And there's sort of, um, you know, in some ways, um, I know there are some people that they never believe that things are just, and they always talk about injustice and you know, the world is not a just place. You know, some people are lucky. Some people have good. Some people always have bad. But I sort of believe that it's the way we think. It's not just that. So, but with that, I'm just saying, when we ask these sort of questions, I want our listeners to understand, we're not just saying if immediately the thought of uh, you want to be invisible, think that, oh, this is negative. No, it just gives a lot of room for conversation. That's a good point because with the invisible people, there are different reasons for picking that. Some people might um, need to be invisible and some people, some people might not want to be seen and therefore they're invisible. Some people might not need to be seen and therefore be in pick invisible. Sure. Yeah. It can be different. Uh, motivations for selecting that too it could be sort of a strength even you're at a point that you don't need to be seen you know you're at a point that you can be invisible but also have so much to give 
you know. Um, so I know uh, we are towards the end of our program. Um, and um, if we want to add something to this, uh, we only have uh, such a short time to end our program. So if there's anything um, regarding our patients when we work with them regarding this sort of questions or encouragement, um, and I'm sure you guys can add to it. Well, I will jump in. I think that the idea of superpowers can be deceptive in the sense that we think we have to have this um, fabulous world-changing power like x-ray vision or um, being able to fly out in the world. Superpower is relative. And what your own superpower is, is not going to be on that grand scale of what a movie or a myth is like. It's on your own personal scale. So personal scale superpower is not the same as a mythological superpower, which is world scale. So, and what, what, so what, what does all that mean? It means your own superpower may be something as simple as creativity or kindness. And also uh, you mentioned something that uh, we are um, our own um, basically observer and evaluator. So with that, uh, the best measurement is ourself. I often think, uh, you know, when you do something or you say something and you don't feel right, that's your measurement. You know, just be cautious, be uh, watchful of yourself that for example, if someone says something that you don't like, if you jump on that person, say something negative to that person or respond immediately, I know if I do that, I don't feel good about myself. But when I am more thoughtful, I don't jump into responding in revenge. I think about it and then I sort of think about it and um, I try to find Maybe there was a reason for this rather than getting upset. Maybe I should be thinking about um, if I was to do something or if I needed to basically, based on what I heard, to make any changes and rather than getting angry, responding. But if I do, which happens because we are not always perfect, I feel bad about myself. And I just feel like, oh, my gosh, why shouldn't have I done that? Um, I mean, I should have been more patient. I should have been more thoughtful. I uh, should have not jumped in and responding in a negative way or in an emotional way. So I think we all sort of know our, you know, behavior, our responses, our reaction. Um, so basically... We are the scale of ourselves. We, we can always think about, does that make me feel better or does that make, make me feel bad? And as one of our friends who is also a coach, life, life coach, he always says, when your heart beat goes up and you are not really comfortable in your skin and you think whenever you react, whatever happens, that's your measurement. Don't do it. If you feel this, then um, that means you should not do it. And what do you think, Alex? I'm just going to uh, echo that too, in the sense of, you know, a gift and a curse, the thing we struggle with, try to see how that can also be your gift. And yeah, just try to have that perspective. 
for yourself and for others. And uh, Dan, do you want to just say a final word because we are towards the end of our program? Do we want to just make thought, sure if you have something? I, to I thought I did. <laughs> I said super. Oh, okay. Fast. No, I just wanted, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. All right. So with that, uh, we want to end our program today. Um, I want to thank my colleagues, Dr. Rockers and Dr. Andrade, and also thank our listeners. Um, please, please let us know how we are doing. If there's anything you want to, uh, you want us to talk about, let Radio Bomb that know, or your comments help us to grow, your comment help us to do better. With that, we wish everyone a wonderful week ahead and uh, come back next week with another topic. چه سرد و سخت زیباست موج این دریا گرد و سر گذاشتن سر نوشتت سر گذاشتن شکر غم را به سوزا بر فلک سخی نمانده این زمانه هر بزن تا بی کرانه سر نوشت را باید از سر نوشت شاید این با کمی بهتر شگیرا غرق در باور Sing us a song.